This broadcast is part of the IC Robots Radio Network. Visit icrobots.com for this and many other nerd slash nostalgia related podcasts. You won't be sorry for long. When he starts looking right, you'll be hanging a left. He's your host, Icy Robot. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It is me again, Icy Robots. I am not a hero, but I do sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less week. And this week, I think it's going to get a lot less week. We're going to talk about the flea market, going to talk about movies, going to talk about uh, one of the greatest TV shows I have ever seen in the entirety of my life, a show called... A show called Cobra Kai, a show that made me go and subscribe to YouTube Red, which is something that, something I never, not ever, never, not, never, ever thought I would do. But um, before we get into the show and start doing whatever we're going to do, let me, um, I got a new song here. It's on the drive. Let me, uh, let me look around and find it. Here it is. Uh, nope, that's not it. Let me see. One, one, four, five, seven, eight. Here it is. All right. Hit it. are listening to the Toys R Us report. Welcome to the future. MCs look at me in my face and their eyes get weak. Pulse rate descends, heart rate increase. It's like beam me up Scotty, I control your body. I'm as deadly as a lawn dart when it's time to do karate. When I call you a dork, you replied, what? Why? Because you're a weirdo plus you're a zero. Come on dude, don't cry. So if you want a battle, I highly recommend this. Bring your dog, mom and dad, because I'm strictly business. Don't get too close because you might get shot. That, of course, is a takeoff on EPMD's classic hit, Strictly Business. I, I've always been into EPMD. I'm like... I'm like Q-Tip in the fact that my favorite rap group of all time is EPMD, even though, even though they're not my fave, they are, they are one that I have grown to appreciate more as, as the years have gone by, they are, they're just, they're just terrific, man, there are no flaws in EPMD, Eric and Parrish making dollars. You might, uh, you might notice my voice sounds a little bit weird, I am... I am either having, like, a severe allergy attack, it's, I'm still down on the earth base, and allergy season is in, it's in full effect, so I'm either having, like, a severe allergy attack, or, or maybe a minor cold, I'm not sure which, I, I kind of think a allergy attack, it's, I'm so stuffed up, man, I can barely, I can barely breathe out of my, uh, out of my nostrils, but, you know, it's like these things hit you, dude, and you just gotta, you just gotta persevere, you just gotta, you gotta keep, uh, you gotta keep moving on, you gotta keep keeping, keep keeping on, you know, it's, 
the only way that you make it through the day is you got to deal with these little adversities, you know, and just keep on a punching. When I start, when I start hooking rights, you'll be hanging a left, as it was, as it was said earlier in, uh, in the program. What, uh, what's been going on? I, I went to free comic book day this year. I don't, I don't normally, I, uh, I feel like a bit of a leech going down there and grabbing, grabbing free stuff, and plus, you know, it's like most of the free stuff is kind of, kind of promo stuff, kind of stuff like that, but, uh, I needed to get my books, so I, I decided to go down on, on the Saturday, it was the 4th, it was, it was a while back, but, uh, it was, it was pretty cool, as you know, I get my, I get my weekly books over at Comics for the Win off, off Santa Rosa Avenue here in lovely, lovely Santa Rosa, California. Comics for the win is the, it's the smaller of the, of the two shops here in town. The, the larger one is called Outer Plains, and I'm not, I'm not an Outer Plains dude. I've had, I've had some bad run-ins with those, with those characters over there. I don't hate the place by any means. I still, I still go in and look around, but I, I hardly ever, if never, buy anything there. Plus, the place, I don't know what it is, man. The place, like, madly, madly reeks of, a uh, B.O. And that's, that's not just my opinion. It's the opinion of every single person I've ever gone inside of that place with. Immediately, you are just, like, overwhelmed with a bombing smell of B.O. But at any, at any rate, we went over to Comics for the win, and they had, they had a pretty nice setup. Uh, Chris, Chris is the owner. He had a... He had an artist alley out in the in the parking lot. The artist alley is what you call the area where artists try to sell their art at a comic show. This is either like unsigned up and coming dudes, or even you know sometimes like name comic guys, just like selling sketches, selling posters, selling whatever. He had he had a setup with a bunch of a uh, bunch of local dudes, and it was it was pretty fun. I I myself I tend to try and avoid artist alley. It's not it's not because I don't like art. It's more of a the fact of the matter is I am very highly unlikely to buy any art at an artist alley. It's not that I don't like it. It's nothing like that. I just I just I don't I don't want to. It's not it's not something that I'm into, you know. I I don't want to buy a big print that somebody drew of Thanos, you know. I I tend to, uh, you know, decorate with, like, movie posters and things. That's just, that's just the way it is. And I don't like going through and looking at the stuff because the artists there, they, they get their hopes up when they see you looking. And then I feel bad that I'm not buying anything. I feel guilty, and then I end up buying something that I don't want. And that's just, that's just kind of a waste of my money. But it's not a waste of the money fully because you are encouraging somebody to continue their art. So maybe... Maybe I should be looking. Maybe I will do so. But for the most part, I avoid it just due to the guilt of not of not wanting to get anything. But I do, I definitely appreciate it. And the Artist Alley section of the Free Comic Books Day over at Comic for the Win, Comics for the Win, rather, was, it was pretty booming. People were over there looking at stuff. They looked like they were having a good time. So I was, I was pretty stoked to see it in effect. And the, and the way they had it set up as far as the, the free comics was, there was a line, and you would go through the line, and they had one each of all the comics that were available on free comics day, and then you would tell, you would tell Melissa, the girl who works there, which ones you wanted, and she'd put them in a nice little baggie for you, and off you go. I didn't, I didn't go through the line, but the, uh, 
the wife did. I I rapped with Chris for a little bit. He he's also going to the big uh, New Japan show at the Cow Palace. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that they are going to be running the historic Cow Palace in Daly City. So I got tickets. I know Gino Vega got tickets, and I found out that Chris from the comic store also got tickets. So it's gonna that's gonna be fun. And me and him were talking. We were talking about that, and we were talking about this, and while while the wife got the comics, you know, we we wrapped, and I bought my books. It was cool. I talked to him. I talked to Tatiana. I, I'm having a hard time talking. My throat, my throat is hurting, so you gotta, you gotta give me some leeway. I was talking to Chris, and I was talking to Tatiana, and then, then we dipped out of there. It was a good time. One thing I noticed that was not the norm is there were a ton of kids in the comic store, and I think that... I think that's great. Comics are a expensive, it's an expensive hobby, so you don't see kids into it. And free comic book day is a good way for kids to get some comics. And you never know, man, maybe they will get hooked. It's like you give your first, your first hit of the drug for free, and then you gotta, you gotta pay for the rest when you're, when you're a stone cold junkie. And then, uh, then we actually did go over to Outer Plains. I don't normally, I just wanted to... I wanted to see what they had going on over there, and they had, they had pretty much the same setup, but their store was like, it was jam-packed with kids, and I'm like, this is so great, it is so great to go into a comic store and see actual honest-to-gosh kids instead of, instead of super old weirdos like me, like, uh, you know, like Gino Vega, like the dudes who hang out at a comic store, you know, old weirdos with beards and, uh, comic book t-shirts tucked in and, like, fanny packs and cell phones on our belts, you know, you know how how it is when you look in the mirror and you see yourself with your fanny pack and your phone and your belt, maybe it's just me, uh, what else? That's about it as far as free comics day, oh, I got, I did grab a couple when I was at Outer Plains, I'm like, I'll, I'll take a couple because they just had some on the table, so I grabbed... I grabbed the Riverdale one. It is a continuation of the Riverdale show on CW, and it's actually considered to be inside of the continuity, so I appreciate that. You get some additional Riverdale, some additional Riverdale tales. Uh, my throat, my throat's starting to go, so let's move into At The Movies, which will be brought to you this week by Hall's Cough Drops. <laughs> that fresh bread off of Donahue. Nothing can penetrate this stuffy nose, Mrs. Barry. This can. Hall's mentholiptus. Uh-huh, with vapor action. Hall's vapor action penetrates deep into clogged nasal passages to help your stuffy nose feel clearer, while Hall soothes your throat to help your cough. Hey, you were right. About the bread? About the Hall's. For penetrating relief, get Hall's vapor action. And try sugar-free Hall's, too. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? Great moms organize class parties and make cupcakes. Things I'm just too tired to do. Hey, frozen pizza, awesome. Tully, rated R. Hello. I'm Tully. I'm here to take care of you. Watch the new trailer online at tullytrailer.com. 
Yeah, right. We are back. Tully is the latest movie from the team of the team of Diablo, Cody, and Jason Reitman. You might know them from the other flick that they made that was Dynamite. That was a movie known as Juno, the the Ellen Page teenage pregnancy joint. I I love Juno. It is one of my it's one of my favorite movies of all the times. I would not be surprised to see Juno pop up in the in the esteemed Five Mike Hall of Fame at some point. I I think about it. I think about it all the time, and I wonder if by by saying so, I have I've eliminated any chance of the movie making the esteemed hall. But you never know. Time is endless. Everything everything is bound to happen. Tully is the story of a of an overworked mother of three. Well, she starts off as a mother of two, then she has the third, and the third one throws her over over the line, and she she enlists the aid of a of a night nanny played by Mackenzie Davis. The the character is known as Tully. She is the titular character of the film. You might know Mackenzie Davis from Halt and Catch Fire. I love Halt and Catch Fire on AMC. If if I were pressed, I might go as far as to say that I think that Halt and Catch Fire is it's quite possibly the greatest TV show of all the time. I know you got I know you got your Breaking Bads and you got your Sopranos, but there was something about this show that really it really reached out and grabbed me. And one of those things was Mackenzie Davis's character Cameron Howe. She there's just something about Mackenzie Davis. I mean, obviously she's beautiful, but there's just something about her. She really like she has this exciting energy on on the screen, and seeing her teamed up with overworked mom Charlize Theron is it's really something special. They play off each other. They play off each other really well. This is this is a well acted movie. I I enjoyed it. I thought that it was I thought that it was well thought out. I thought that it was well acted. There's some there's some funny parts. There's some there's some heartfelt parts. It it really made me think about, um, it made me think about being a parent. It reminded me back to, back to the early days of, uh, 2.0's life. They, they have a much harder time of it than, than I did. 2.0 was a good little babe. She, she slept through the night. She wasn't fussy. She was, she was easy as can be, which, you know, is like the opposite of her as a teenager. I'm just kidding. She's great. She's a delight, but, um, Charlize is, she's having real struggles, and her, her brother, who is played by the, uh, the super face-punchable Mark Duplass, I, I do not like Mark Duplass, I think that he, I think he's a good actor, and I think that he is a talented filmmaker, but there is, there's something about this dude that makes you want to punch him right in his jaw, he's like, he's like the dude that you know that has everything figured out much better than you do. He's the dude who he leads a uh, he leads a vegan lifestyle. He manages to go jogging every day. He has he has everything in line. That's the character he plays in this. Let's let's take a look at a short clip here. Let's take a listen to a short clip here where he introduces the idea of a night nanny to his uh to his sister Charlize Theron. Do you know what a night nanny is? Okay, you know what? Everybody does it. It's just like a regular nanny, except they come at night. You know, they stay over for a few weeks or a month, and they take care of the baby at night so mom and dad can get some sleep. It's no big deal. I don't want a stranger in my house bonding with my newborn every night. 
It's like a Lifetime movie where the nanny tries to kill the family and the mom survives and she has to walk with a cane at the end. Right. Well, we had a night nanny. I don't remember that. The reason you don't remember it is because she only came at night. Craig, please tell me you didn't hire me one of those people. You have a lot going on. Get over yourself. Call her. She comes highly recommended. Eventually, she does call her. She... She tries not to for a while. She tries to struggle through on her own, but she's not getting any sleep. She's she's haggard. She's worn out. She's bombed out and depleted. So she does call, and when when she does, she's happy. She's happy that she did because Tully is an absolute delight. She helps her with this. She helps her with that. She she helps her to get her life on track. I I thought this was this was a good movie up until. Up until the third act where things take, they take this weird twist that I, that I wasn't so into, but it doesn't take away from the first two acts. It just, it just kind of left me, it left me feeling not as jazzed as I, as I would have if it wouldn't have, um, if it wouldn't have gone in this direction. Let's see, let's see where we are over on Tomatoes. They have it at a... 73% with the peeps, the guys like, uh, the good old people like you and me, and it is, it's at 87% with the critics, it is a comedy, it runs for a nice and tight 94 minutes, I like that, it's over, it's over before you know it, it was directed by Jason Reitman, and it was written by Diablo Cody, let's take a look at some of Diablo Cody's other writing credits, you know that she wrote, she wrote Juno, she wrote Seduced and Abandoned, she wrote Tully, and she also wrote a, she wrote a movie about being a stripper that, uh, that was weird, and I remember reading that many, many years ago after, after I saw Juno, I looked into her, and I discovered she had written this book about her time as a stripper in Oregon, and that was, that was a weird one, but, um, if you're into that sort of thing, check it out. What else, what else can we glean from this before we, before we move into the final thoughts? If you are, if you're a fan of Juno, if you're a fan of a uh, good old Diablo Cody, I would, I would recommend this. It is definitely in line with her previous work. I don't think that it's, I don't think that it's like up there with Juno, but it was, it was definitely not a wasted time. So with all that said, on the good old fashioned source magazine, Mike Meter with one being a dud and five being an all time classic, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to give Tully three mics. Covering the world of vintage and current film and television since 2010. Shall we play Featuring in-depth conversations on sci-fi, horror, fantasy, comics, toys, and conventions. Game over, man. Game over. Geekfest Rants is an entertainment podcast for genre geeks like you. So say we all. So say we all. Join us by listening in at iTunes, YouTube, and at geekfestrants.com. made it this far it's time the final segment your weekly toy shop update the toys r us report all 
All right, my dudes, we are here for, we're here for the final segment of the show, and I do apologize for how, how short this is, for how short this is turning out, but, um, man, allergy season is in, like, full effect, and I am, I'm all stuffed up in the nose, and my throat is, like, it's, like, super on scratch, so I keep having to, um, I keep having to pause, I keep having to pause the, uh, the recording process so that I can, so that I can cough, and it's not, it's not that great. Hopefully things will be back to, um, normal sooner rather than later. I, I picked something up at the, uh, at the Target the other day. It is something that I've had my eye on for a while. It is the, the Star Wars Solo Lando Lando Calrissian 2-pack. It comes with, um, comes with good old Lando himself as well as a, as a Kessel guard. Let's, uh... Let's bust this open. I haven't opened this up yet. Let's see. Where is... Where is the tape? Let me, um... I got a pair of little scissors here. Doing the tape. A slice. About to... This is like an unboxing live recorded on the show. What is this? This is the... This is the little assembly instructions. And now... I am pulling good old Lando... Lando out of here. Lando's cool looking. He has a scarf. He has a cape. He comes with a gun. Let's, um, let's take a look at this Kessel. This Kessel guard here. I'm pulling him off of the plastic card. He comes with some sort of a staff. It looks like a weapon of some sort. I imagine like an energy, an energy blasting staff. I'm having a hard time pulling this out. He, he's cool looking. He has a helmet with like a little slit in it. And he, oops, I dropped his, I dropped his staff on the ground. Where did that go? I am, I am the worst with accessories. I drop them and lose them more than, more than you would know. He's cool, I guess. I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not super big on troop building. I, I don't have tons of Star Wars, uh, troopers, or rather stormtroopers and stuff, or Cobra officers. I just, I get the main characters. Let me pull Lando Lando here off. Man, it's hard to get him out. I'm damaging this something awful. Like, come on. Come on out of here. I got him. He's out. His his cape and his scarf are attached together, and they both come off, uh, which is cool, I guess. He he looks a lot like Donald Glover, good old childish Gambino. He has he has a blaster. I'm gonna leave that leave that on there. There's also there's this other thing. It is one two, three, four pieces that, um, you can combine together into one sort of, what looks to be like a laser artillery cannon with a, with a power unit. This is, this is actually pretty cool. It has three legs, and if I could, if I could figure out how to get this to lay flat, it would, it would be neat when I say it. I mean the, what must be like the power source. It's pretty cool, man. I don't, I don't know how much use I'll get out of it, but if I was, if I was, like, playing with my Star Wars dudes like I was supposed to, this would be something that I would definitely, definitely get some use of. It could even be, like, a, uh, like a G.I. Joe weapon. It's pretty, pretty dope. I do like, uh, like, Lando. I like his cape. I like how it comes off. I'm not, I'm not super keen on the Kessel Guard, but there's nothing wrong with him by any, by any stretch. Maybe, maybe once I see the movie, I'll, uh, I'll grow in... I'll get some fondness for this dude. I mean, probably not. I really, um, I really just wanted Lando. I, I've always liked Lando Calrissian. I'm a fan of Donald Glover's, so I, 
I wanted this. I I do dig how his cape comes off. That's pretty neat. He has a he has a side holster where you can put his weapon. Let me let me get that off. I don't know if you can hear me. Where did I put that? I keep I'm dropping all the pieces. Let me uh let me find it here. Um I'm pulling this off the card. The tape is splitting and making it harder than it should be but what is new i got the weapon i got it off you ever notice like these little slips of tape always they always split they don't come off as easily as they should let's see how let's see how well his weapon fits in here oh not bad i guess his gun is cool it has like a little little laser scope and stuff the the uh, holster is open on the side, so it slides right down in here. That's cool, I guess. I've I've always enjoyed action figures that have a holster that the um that the gun that the gun can fit in. It's like an extra extra piece of um realism, you know that that some things lack. Overall, I'd have to say that I am you know I'm pretty pleased with this. I still haven't got my hands on a on a hand solo. It looks like hand only comes with the. With the various toys, or with the, with the, what's it called? The stupid thing with the, the power link. I forget, the thing that makes the voices. So, I haven't got one of those yet, but, but I might. I, I think I've talked about this all before. They're really, they're really making it hard for you to get a hand. There should be, a, like, a single-packed hand, you know, for the, for the children out there. They need to know the joy of having a hand Solo figure. So what else? What else is going on? It is the start of flea market season here in Santa Rosa. We have we have a year-round flea market, but over the summer, there is another flea market known as the 40 and 8. It's put on by, it's put on by our local veterans of a foreign war group. And the money, the money goes to support a nurse's training program that they, that they've started. And the the vendors that they get there are of a higher caliber than the than the vendors at the Mojo Sales, which is our year-round flea market. And that's not that's not to say that Mojo Sales is whack because it's not whack at all. It goes to say that the 40 and 8 is it's pretty terrific. And the last one was this um this past week. The important ones of the year are usually the first one. And the last one, the first one, because you get to see all the new stuff that people are bringing in. And then the last one, because this is the one where people are, they're trying to get rid of things they didn't sell over the, over the course of the summer. But we went, we got there early, we spent a good time. And I didn't, I didn't really come home with anything that fantastic. I was, uh, I was a bit bummed out. I got some comics. I got some back issues of The Unknown Soldier. I'm a, I'm a huge DC War Comics fanatic. So I was... I was happy to get these. My my throat is on scratch. I can I can feel it tickle. Does my voice sound different to you guys? It sounds different to me in my ear. I also got a I got a two-pack Star Wars the Princess Leia collection with with a uh, Star Wars the first Star Wars Princess Leia and R2D2. That's the that's the very first of the Star Wars films. I I have a hard time calling it a new hope. I will I will if forced, but it's not what I want to. I still, I just want to call it Star Wars. I got the Princess Leia with the with the cinnamon bun hairdo, and she has a she has a neat um, fabric outfit that I like, and also, you know, a good old R two D two. I have an R two, but you can't have too many R twos. There's this guy there who he has like bins and bins and bins 
of Star Wars dudes, and they're all, you know, the the later ones, the green-carded ones that that everybody put away, and he wants, he wants, like, crazy prices for him. If you go to him and ask, he's gonna be like, oh, that one, that one's 15 bucks, this one's, this one's 20 bucks, and I'm always like, you're tripping, homie, but he also goes to the, um, he goes to the flea market with this younger guy. I don't know if it's his son, I don't know who it is, but if you ask him, he will always give you better prices, so I, I asked him about this one, and I was able to get it for three dollars, which I am happy with. Out of all the Princess Leia's I have, this might be, this might be the best looking one. Plus, she has a, she has a cloth tunic, a robe. What would you say she wears? She wears, like, long flowing robes, but she doesn't come with a gun. I think that, I think that's goofy. Where did I sit it? I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. This came out in 1997, and then there is, there's three others in the set. There's one of her and Luke Skywalker, where she's giving him the medallion at the end of the first Star Wars, and there's one with her with uh, Wicket the Ewok, and then one with her and Han Solo. These go for like, I don't know, anywhere up to like maybe $9.99 if you're looking for them online. So, three bucks is cool. I'm gonna bust this open. Not right... Not right now, but I do, um, I do want to get my hands on this Princess Leia. That's, that's not anywhere near as pervy as it sounds when I said it. I just, I want to check this figure out. What else is popping off? Oh, oh, this is something I saw, I saw Cobra Kai on YouTube Red. I didn't even know that YouTube Red was a thing. I, I don't know. I do go on YouTube from time to time and look at stuff. I... I watch, like, wrestling videos or, like, 80s, 80s commercials and stuff, but, um, I, I didn't know that they did, like, I don't know, scripted programming or whatever, and I kept, I kept hearing about this, uh, this Cobra Kai. It's a, it's a continuation of the Karate Kid mythos, and I like, I like the Karate Kid as much as the next guy. I think that the, I think that the first one is another movie that might be a potential Five Mike Hall of Famer. I I like the second one just fine. I dig it. That's the one where they where they go to Japan. But the the third one is the one that I have probably seen the most. That's the one where that's the one where like evil karate mastermind Terry Silver comes and he plays he plays mind games with Daniel San and he uh he tricks him into um almost becoming a Cobra Kai member before before revealing that John Kreese is behind the whole thing. That's the one that I've seen the most. When I, when I was a young sprat, it was, it was playing on, like, constant HBO rotation, and me and my bro would watch this one, like, I don't know, there was, like, one summer where I feel like I watched it, like, every, every single day. The, the reveal where Terry Silver, like, turns on Daniel Son really, like, it really upset me as a kid, just, like, the idea that a, like a full-grown adult would hoodwink a kid like that. It was, it was devastating to me. So I, I definitely am a Karate Kid fan, and I was, I was for sure looking forward to checking out Cobra Kai, especially after seeing seeing the trailers. They looked really, really good. So when I saw that, um, I heard this, uh, I heard this from my man Doug McCoy. He he sent me a boxer. Doug's a cool guy. He's a good guy. And he does a really cool show called Crazy Creepy Cool Movies, which is about, like, it's about, like, 80s movies and such. And he is, his memory for these things is fantastic. And he, uh, he voxered me, and he's like, hey, you gotta check out Cobra Kai. And I was like, 
homie, I'm gonna check it out anyway, but since I got your recommendation, I'm gonna check it out now. So me and, me and the old wife sat down and watched the first two episodes. The first two are for free on YouTube. After that, you gotta get a, uh, you gotta get a subscription to, um, to YouTube Red. But I gotta say, after watching the first two, you will be hooked to the point where you're like, I gotta see the rest. I gotta, I gotta check it out. It's that good. This show... This show may be the best thing that I've seen this year. And that includes movies, that includes TV, that includes everything. It was just, it was just so great. I really mean that. This show, this show was dynamite. It's 10 episodes and it starts off, it starts off right where the first movie ends. You see, you see Danielson landing the uh, crane kick to um Johnny Lawrence and then as Johnny Lawrence falls to the mat, it transitions to him laying face down on his uh, apartment floor. And you find out that, you find out that the years have not been good to uh, Johnny Lawrence. That everything has gone downhill since the, since the All-Valley Karate Tournament. He's, he's doing like, he's doing like off-brand construction jobs and he spends all of his time drinking like Coors the Banquet Beer. He lives in an apartment he now lives in Reseda, where Danielson used to live, and you see that you see that Danielson is now a uh, rich, rich, um, successful auto dealer, and he lives in Encino, where Johnny used to live. The tables, the tables have turned, and you start to um, you start to learn about Johnny. You learn about who he was. You learn his background story, and you you feel for him. You see how in a lot of ways he was manipulated by by John Kreese. I don't know if manipulated is the right word. It's it's more of a situation of Johnny Lawrence needed a fa a father figure rather and that that John Kreese was able to fill that for him, but he wasn't he wasn't a nice kindly father. He was a father that preached no mercy. And then through different circumstances, Johnny, Johnny opens up the Cobra Kai dojo again, and these aren't spoilers, I'm not gonna give away any spoilers, these are all things that were, that were shown in the trailers, he opens up the Karate Kai dojo once again, and he begins the, he begins the feud again, Daniel-san's like, Cobra Kai in the Valley, not on my watch, and it all, it all leads to the All-Valley Karate Tournament, and man, the show is so good. You you get this one great episode where Johnny tells the story of the Karate Kid from his perspective. And it's amazing because you see in a lot of ways that Daniel-san brought it on himself. And that Daniel-san was in a way bullying Johnny. And that Johnny was responding in the only way he knew how with Cobra Kai Karate. And dude, this show was just so Good. Everybody's like, why is it that they're giving this away for free on YouTube Red? And by free, what I mean is you can sign up for a free month. I believe YouTube Red is $9.99 per month. And it has it has some dumb looking shows on it. Shows like with YouTubers doing like scripted stuff, or I don't even know. There's like some shows with some like K-pop superstars. I I seriously have no idea. It all looks it all looks pretty dumb, but what I hear from um, 2.0 is that people like YouTube Red because you can you can listen to music videos 
with the YouTube app closed. Like that's what that's what people are paying for. So I don't know, but um, you can sign up for a free month and watch the entirety of Cobra Kai. Like I've only been a member for like three days, and I've already I've already seen every episode. And people are like, "Why are they giving this away for free?" I'm going to tell you why. The series ends with a jaw-dropping cliffhanger that will make it so that I will pay to see season two. And I hope that I hope that this is successful enough that there is a season two. Going by what I see on like Twitter and on Facebook and stuff, people are loving this just as much as I have. So there will be a season two if that is any indication. And I'll be paying for it. I gotta see what I gotta see what's happening after after this jaw-dropping, jaw-dropping moment at the end. Um, I really feel like if you see something you like, you probably should pay for it. I used to, I used to torrent movies and I used to torrent things, but I don't do that anymore. I started, I started like deeply thinking about it. And if something is out there and it's available, like if I can go get it on DVD, I'm going to get it on DVD now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to torrent it. It's kind of like, the convenience of being able to download something makes it so that you can justify it in your head. But I want to pay people for the work that they do. I want to pay them for the art that they put out. That's the only way you're going to get any of this art in the future is if people pay for it. So if you like, if you watch Karate Kid and you like it, and I almost want to guarantee that you will like it. When season two rolls around, just pay for it. Don't do that thing where like you make a new you make a new YouTube account so that you can get another free month. Don't do that. Just pay for it. It's only $9.99 for a lot of a lot of entertainment. And that's not that's not so much. That's that's something that I, I feel like we can all afford. And if not, you know, just um I don't know. Go watch it. Go watch it at a friend's house. Talk them into getting it. Go watch it with them. I watched it with my wife and we had a super duper time. We were marking out. We were popping for everything. There are so many neat little references in the thing that you're like, did you just see what happened? Did you see what happened? It's just, it's so great. There's a scene where like these two characters go on a date and it's like almost like a shot for shot remake of the date that uh, daniel son and Elizabeth Shue went on. It's just super duper terrific. Let's, uh, let's talk about the, uh, what should we, how should we say? Let's talk about the Cobra Kai ethos. For a second, the strike first, strike hard, no mercy. Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir! I can't hear you! Strike first, strike hard, no mercy, sir! I think that people have, I think people have an issue with the, with the no mercy aspect of this. And I am of the opinion that you should only, you should only use your karate skills for self-defense. You should only use them if you are in danger. And if you are in danger, showing mercy could lead to your death. Let's say, let's say some crazy lunatic comes at you while you're, while you're at the food court at the mall. Some guy comes at you with a, uh, with a piece of a broom handle and you, you knock him down to the mat with a, uh, with a pump kick to the chest. And you're like, hey bro, stay down. But then he jumps up and he hits you with the broom handle, kills you to death. You should have, you should have practiced the no mercy and you should have probably given him another kick just to make sure that um that things are things are in order. If somebody attacks you, they probably don't deserve your mercy. And by showing them mercy, you may be putting yourself or the people you're defending 
in more danger. That's just what I think. I think that, I don't know, man, if you attack somebody, you get what you get and don't throw a fit. Uh, what else? I, I got a review, a show review on Stitcher the other day. I wasn't even aware that the, that the show here, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to boot it up right now. This is normally the part where I would read, where I would read the iTunes reviews, but sadly, we did not get any iTunes reviews this week. That, that really bums me out. You guys, come on, go up on over to iTunes, give us a review. It's a nice way you can help out the show without, without having to, like, actually do anything. You don't have to spend any money. You don't have to do anything. Just say a few kind words, and I'll, I'll read them on the air. Let's, uh, let's take a look at this. This is from, this is from Rob from Earth. It was left a few days ago. He sees, uh, he sees robots, and I see stars, five of them. Coming to you from Callisto, I See Robots is bringing you a variety of fun shows each week. With the Toys R Us report, to the sensational Gino Vega, to This Boring Life, and everything in between, these podcasts are always a genuine pleasure to listen to. From people who just get it. Life, and their love and fun stuff. This is, this is from my man Rob, who does the uh, Radio Free Cybertron, which is a Transformers-related podcast. I... I was super duper impressed to see that Homeboy has over 500 episodes of this. Dude is a veteran of the game. If you are into Transformers, if you like that stuff, go check it out. Honestly, if you like Transformers like podcasts, you're probably already checking it out. But if you're not, it's Radio Free Cybertron. You do want to peep that out. It's good. Good stuff. Well put together. Smart stuff. 500 episodes you to uh go through and check out i i thank you rob i appreciate the review it is super duper nice of you it's a way to help us out without having to put any money any money out or anything of that sort we're on itunes we're on stitcher we're on like google play everything in the universe hop on over to itunes it's ic robots radio leave us a review i will read it on the air and everyone will know that you're super cool i think that uh i think that's about it for this week my throat my throat's getting to me, man. Allergy season is the worst. I can't wait to get back up, back up to Callisto. There's no plants up there, dude. Therefore, therefore, no allergens. So, you know, I apologize. The show's a little bit short this week. But hey, check it out, man. You're going to have a few extra minutes of your week to enjoy that you don't have to spend listening to my nasally drone. So, I guess I'm doing you a favor. I'm doing you a favor in that sense. So... Until next time, this is me, Icy Robot, signing off for episode number 153. No, uh, no main topic. I don't even know what I would say this show's about, but I'm signing off episode 153. So until next time, if you don't know, now you know. This has been an Icy Robots radio production. E-L-E. That's right. E-L-E. What does E-L-E stand for? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. This has been an IC Robots Radio production. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported in day R. If you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. KBHK TV 44, San Francisco, Oakland, San Jose, Bay Area Cable 12.